What is up, Salty Dogs Podcast Land? Man, uh, this is Chris coming at you live from my office at um, 11.37 p.m. at night. And, uh, and it's actually just me. And um, I've got a lot that I'm thinking through right now. I've got a lot that I'm processing. And, uh, and man, I, I can't sleep. I drank a bunch of coffee tonight at The Source, um, which is which is the uh, the church that, that essentially sponsors the Salty Dogs podcast and, and all that stuff. So had two cups of coffee tonight at like 7.30 p.m. Probably not a good idea, but I'm wide awake now. And, uh, and I can't sleep. I got a lot on my mind. And so I figured, man, what better thing to do than to um, go download Adobe Audition, play around with it, and record some of my thoughts. And so um, I'm going to be letting you guys in on what's going on in my brain. And uh, for the sake of vulnerability and, and honesty, I figured um, I would just lay it all out on the table. So here we go. Um, uh, the last episode that we released and recorded for the podcast was was called "We're Salty, Bro," and uh, and and we essentially were salty. You know, it, it served a dual purpose episode. It was an episode that where we really wanted to highlight um, and let people know, hey, we wanted to use it as an introductory episode, but then also as something in the feed now. And so we basically set up the premise of the podcast, um, and we basically said we're also not going to be holding back with the salt that we have. Um, and, and some people liked that and some people didn't like that. Um, we've had really mixed reviews on that podcast episode, which is super interesting to me. Um, I tend to internalize a lot of things and, and, and kind of take things personally. So um, I've really been processing some of the feedback that we've gotten. Um, and, and then even really that night, I mean, it's it's been interesting because I've been processing what others have been telling me, um, but I've also been processing what's kind of going on in my heart and what I really feel like God's been speaking to me. Um, and some of those are lining up with what others are saying. So I just kind of want to talk about that. Um, I have a fire uh, at my house once a week on, on Monday nights and I invite a bunch of dudes to sit around the fire and just and kick it. And so um, some guys will smoke a cigar, some guys will drink beers and uh, we'll just hang out. We'll just talk about Jesus and about what he's doing in our life. And it's just a super chill time. Um, well, a good buddy of mine, um, I had shared that I was... I'd shared that I was kind of feeling... I was kind of getting tired of being so negative towards the church, um, which is an interesting place to be especially given everything that I said on our last podcast episode. Um, but I, I was kind of feeling like, man, you know what? I, I really don't want to be negative. I really don't want to be that guy um, that's being super negative and that's just constantly bashing the church and, and things like that. that. That's not who I want to be genuinely deep down, um, nor do I think that that's who God wants me to be. And so I, I was kind of feeling some conviction um, about that. And, and my buddy, uh, he had basically said, well, yeah, man, you know, I didn't even listen to the last podcast episode because, you know, I knew you guys were going to be going hard and, you know, I didn't want to hear any of that. And he, he basically rebuked me and, uh, and it's like he slapped my hand. Like I was a two year old child and, and it didn't feel very good. Um, I just felt really misunderstood, um, which is super, which is a weird place to be, you know, uh, to feel misunderstood, to feel like people don't understand where you're coming from, where they're misplacing where your heart's at, um, but also feeling conviction at the same time. Um, and so tonight, so I, anyways, I've been wrestling with that all week. 
have another close friend of mine who who really was just like, dude, what are you doing? You guys are being so negative, blah, blah, blah. And, and then on the flip side, also getting text messages from other friends who are saying, man, dude, I really love the way that you guys navigated um, that topic and you you brought grace and truth and, and all of that stuff. And getting podcast reviews and, you know, people saying like, man, these dudes are bringing it and, and they're funny and, and they're sharing the truth, but they're also, um, and they're funny and they're sharing the truth, but you know, man, they're, they're bringing some salt too. So if you're not ready for that, you may not want to listen to it. And, and hearing people really just take what we're saying to heart and understanding our hearts. And so we're getting both sides. It's like 50, 50, we're getting the good and the negative, which, um, you know, for a while we haven't had very much push pushcast pushcast pushback on the podcast and so it's it's nice and then also not nice to be getting pushback um and so i had another friend tonight basically tell me you know i I went to the source and just had this really really awesome time um it's at their service it's super non-traditional um i love the format that they have, they basically have worship and just allow God to kind of take control of the service and do whatever he's going to do. And, you know, Jason, who's on the podcast will get up and, and he'll kind of share what God's put on his heart. And then it's open mic from that point. Anybody can get up and kind of share. And so God was really doing some work in my heart um, tonight. I felt really good. And, uh, and so towards the end of the service, a buddy of mine came up, he, he led worship and he, we were kind of talking, they're getting ready to start a podcast, him and a friend of his. And so, he was kind of talking about the podcast and he said, it's, I don't even know how this got brought up, but he basically said, you know, Chris, it's super interesting. You know, I've had people at our church, um, come up to me and be like, man, have you heard what Chris is saying on that salty dogs podcast lately? Like, dude, what, what is going on? What's he saying? And, and to know that there are people out there that are, that are like questioning my heart and questioning where I'm at and questioning the things that I'm saying, I don't know. There's something about it that just feels bad and something about it that just feels dirty. I mean, it's one thing for God to bring correction to me and to bring conviction. It's a whole nother thing to just feel completely misunderstood. So I'm wrestling through that, guys. I'm wrestling through, you know, the conviction that I'm feeling in my heart and the pushback that I'm getting from other people. And I don't know if we're going to address this on the main episode, the next one that we have. I kind of brought it up to Jason and then I decided I'm just going to, I'm just going to record all my thoughts tonight. But Jason was talking to a pastor friend of ours, a guy named Mark, and uh, he was talking about bringing him on the podcast. And Mark kind of they had a discussion about some of the things that we've talked about. And one of the things that Mark said that was so profound is he said, you know, a lot of the things you guys are saying I don't think are necessarily wrong. But he, what he did is he basically questioned um, the filter that we're filtering everything that we're saying through. So if we think about coffee right? We put a coffee filter in a traditional, you know, drip coffee machine and it filters out the coffee ground so that we can get the good stuff. Well, if the filter that I'm, uh, that me, Casey, or Jason are speaking through is a filter of hurt, uh, a filter of anger, a filter of resentment towards the church, then everything that we're saying is going to be tainted with those things. And man, that was so profound for me to hear. And honestly, I feel like it's what I've needed to hear. You know, to hear like basically for me to check my heart, you know, if you're John Christ, check your heart, bro. Like one of those things, like check your heart. Where are you at? What are you filtering the words that you're saying through? And this really caused me to, to just kind of think and be like, man, what, where, where is some of this 
not I wouldn't say it's hatred some of this negativity like do I have a filter of negativity um, of hurt and and I would say that I probably do have a filter of hurt that's going on you know I've experienced some some betrayal I would say some mistrust in ministry and and I don't I don't trust the system um, I've also experienced some some just frustration you know a lot of the frustration that many of us feel and just being discontent with the current state of church I think I've I've felt a lot of a lot of that I've tried to to do the opposite of what mainstream is and, and still felt some of the fa- same frustrations. And so just being in this place where it's like, dang, I, God, I just want to do whatever you want me to do. I want to be in the best representation of, of the body of Christ that's possible. And I just want to do that. Lord, would you just show me what that is? And so I'm definitely feeling dealing with some of that frustration too. And I guess I say all that to say like, I'm really thinking about the filter that I'm speaking through. Now, at the same time, I don't regret anything that I've said. Um, I don't regret anything that I've said. I don't regret any stance that I've taken. But I am, I am stopping and thinking, like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't just burn all the bridges that I have with pastor friends of mine by saying that their church services are, you know, worthless because they're not. And and that's a pretty extreme statement to take. I feel like if if we look at um, if you look at a pendulum, right, it, it swings from left to right, and and at one point, if if the far left is is uh, the the modern day super, um, the basically the modern day representation of church, you know, highly attractional, Sunday focused, kind of driven. If if that's on the left, well, I swung far right and decided, you know, we're we're going to move out of that and move into house churches, and 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 swinging far right to the other extreme isn't healthy as where as well. I've always kind of thought being somewhere in the middle is the right place to be. And, and I'm kind of waking up to that realization again that like, you know what, not all churches that are Sunday focused are, are bad. Um, you know, it, they're not full of pastors and people who hate, uh, that hate Jesus. I mean, they're, they're truly trying to do the best that they can. And so I've, I'm in this place now to where I'm trying to figure out, gosh, what does it look like? And I think I wrote this down, um, Basically, is it po- the, here's the question I'm asking myself: Is it possible to speak unpopular truth while remaining in a posture of love and not hate? And and that's the question that I'm asking myself right now. And I believe the answer is yes. I believe that that I can posture myself in a position of love, and that I can speak unpopular truth. But it's going to take some intentionality. It's going to take Jesus, I mean, speaking through me. It's going to take uh, lots of grace from God and from other people. But but I really do think that it's possible. Um, now, I don't know how receptive people will, will be to that, you know, unpopular truth. I tend to think that sometimes people, if, if, you, if your automatic reaction to hearing something that you don't necessarily agree with is to push back hard on it, um, then you might be somebody who's not very open-minded. Um, and, and I can tend to be that way sometimes, but I like to think that I can sit sometimes in, um, in the uncomfortableness and, in and realizing like, you know what, I probably shouldn't just push back against something. There's probably some validity to whatever this person's saying. There's always, you know, another side to the story. There's always, you know, two sides to every coin. And so anyways, I, hopefully all of this is making sense. And, um, the things that I'm saying, you're able to actually understand what I'm processing and what's going on in my heart. 
but I was, I was talking to my wife tonight on the way home from the source and I was just kind of venting my frustrations and, and letting her know, she was like, you know, why are you so upset about this? You know, you, you know, your heart, you know, where you're at, you know what you're doing. And I guess a part of it is just, I guess a part of it is I just don't want anyone to think poorly of me, which sounds really selfish or maybe immature, but you know, I, I just don't want people to think bad things about me. Um, I don't know if they, I, I, that sounds super simple, super immature. I, I don't know. But um, one of the things that I told her is that I have to be okay with being in process, like being in the process that I'm at. And this is something that me, Jason and Casey have talked about on the main episode is, is that we can say the things that we're saying right now and yes, they may not be right or, or we, sorry, we can say the things that we're saying now, we, we can believe them, but it may be two, three, four, five years down the road that we may look back and hear the things that we said and we're like, oof, yeah, I was, I was really extreme in that sense or yeah, I don't necessarily agree with what I said back then, but that's okay because that's a part of the process, right? I mean, a part of, of process and growing um, is, is changing from where you were and I think that it's so easy for us to forget that as Christians and as Christ followers, that we're in process, that God is doing something in our hearts, that he's working in us, um, and that he's trying to to take us from point A, not to just point B, but to C, to D, to E, to F, all the way through down, and then to A1, A, A2, A3. Uh, I mean, the process never ends. We never complete going through process um, until we're on the other side of heaven, Um we're no longer here on earth. And so I got to just remind myself that, man, I'm in process. I can feel the things that I'm feeling. I can say the things that I'm feeling. Uh, uh, sorry, say the things that I'm saying, feel the things that I'm feeling. Um, but I really need to watch the filter at which I'm speaking these things through. You know, I don't want to be a guy that kills his witness with with a lot of the pastors that I have relationships with here in town. And, um, because truly, I mean, me, Jason, Casey, other people that are, that are willing to have these conversations. The last thing that we want to happen is for, you know, I'm using air quotes right now. You can't see Christianese, but to kill our witness, you know, for somebody to just get so turned off by what we're saying that they won't even engage in a regular conversation with us. You know, that's not helpful at all. And so I'm guess I'm saying all this to say, to let you guys know that, um, I'm wrestling through this. I'm struggling through this. Um, but man, the words of encouragement that we get from you guys, from the listeners, from the patrons, from the people in the doghouse that let us know that what we're saying matters. It, I'm serious. It, it does more for us than you guys even know. Like it, it really boosts um, the confidence. It boosts uh, the perseverance and pressing forward and, and us sacrificing the time away from our families to step into conversations Um and so know that um, I'll share one other thing before I hop off and kind of end this tonight. Um, but man, anyways, at the Source Wichita, I'm going to shift gears a little bit uh, tonight at the Source Wichita, which is the service, the church that Jason, uh, he would reject this title, but pastors at. Um, anyways, they uh, they had a service tonight. And and one of the things that I was really feeling from God tonight is super interesting. It's been a minute since I've been in in an environment where there's it's a service environment. I mean, our, our church, Living Water Church, shifted models and moved from being this Sunday-focused church to moving into homes to trying to live out um, missional lives, being in deep community with one another. And so that means that we don't have a service every week. We have one once a month. And it's actually been like two months since we've had a service. And so 
I've been in this place to where I haven't had corporate worship in a long time. And so um, a buddy of mine was actually, he's a friend of me and Jordan's and Casey's, or me, his name's Jordan. He's a friend of Jason's, me and Casey's. And so Jordan was leading worship tonight at the source. And, uh, and I thought, man, I got to go. I need, I need to worship. I need to get around other believers. And it was so refreshing I mean, it was so refreshing to just be around other people in a setting that is a service where people are sharing what God is teaching them and then worshiping corporately. Um, and so it's so interesting because I, I, I stood up and, you know, we, we started to sing and we started to worship. And immediately I, I kind of felt like God was like, just, just chill. Don't, don't even sing. It's so interesting how you, I don't know if you guys have ever felt this before, but like you can sing a worship song and not be worshiping which is really, it's a really weird place to be in, but you can totally sing a worship song and not be worshiping. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but I have. And so immediately I start singing, I start, you know, close my eyes and that kind of thing and, and realize like I'm not worshiping. And I really felt like God was like, dude, just, just chill and just be, you don't have to sing. You don't have to say anything. Just listen to the words, be still, be in the presence of other Christians and just be. And and that was so freeing for me. And and I remember at one point, I mean, it's it's crazy. I'm sitting there and I got tears like just streaming down my face as as others are singing and I'm just trying to be still. And uh it's like in that moment that God was just speaking to me. He was like, dude, just stop striving. Stop trying to please me. Stop trying to do that. Cause it's so interesting because you know, Jason got up to share and and um and he was, you know, you get back in the, that environment and you start worshiping and you're like, oh God, I'm going to do better. I'm going to be better. I'm going to read my Bible more. I'm going to start praying more. You start to go through these lists of these lists of I'm gonna, or I'm going to start doing. And, and immediately it's like, God stopped me. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't need to give me your list, your honey do list. You don't have to do that. Chris, I just want you to be and just be in my presence and just be here and just know that I'm happy with you. And when I look down at you, there's joy on my face. And, and it's so crazy because this theme of, of basically having childlike faith and being a child um, and having our identity as children of God was something that was talked about by like three or four people. And so it's so crazy um, that night. None of that was planned. It just, it just happened. And I think that that's a true testament to God just showing up in the atmosphere, dropping truth bombs and uh, and just wrecking people, but um, it was super refreshing to just sit still and to be. I remember at one point I actually started to try to sing, and I physically couldn't. Like it, it was so weird, and I really believe that it was like God intervening and being like, "Dude, I told you, don't sing, just be, just sit." Um, like my lips like started quivering so much that I couldldn't even sing. It was crazy. Um, it was super life-giving tonight. And so, you know, even in a service environment tonight, man, God was definitely moving. He was definitely doing things in my life. And uh, and I don't want to be so quick to throw out the baby with the bathwater. I don't want to be so quick to just say, oh, no, it's, you know, services are stupid and blah, 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 because I, I know that that's not the case. I know that that's an extreme point of view to hold. But anyways, uh, that's all of the ramblings. That's all the stuff that's kind of going on in my head. Um 
So if you hear this, I have no clue what Jason's going to do with this. He may not even play this at all, but if he releases it as a bonus content to patrons, um, man, would you guys just let me know what you think, engage in conversation, just kind of share what you what you think about all of this stuff. And I'm pretty sure we'll be talking about um, people's responses to our last episode on the, on the next main episode that we have. But um, continue sending us encouragement, man. It goes a long way. And, uh, and join us and engage on the Facebook group. That's all I got for you guys. Um, I'm going to pass out and I'm going to go to bed, hopefully. Peace.